You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Dance. Dance. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Alexa, what's the day today? It's Monday, 24th of August. Monday, 24th of August, 2020. Am I alone in not knowing what the date is on a day-to-day basis? Stuff? No, you're not. I don't even know what day it is half the time, let alone the date <laughs> number. Like, even this pre-COVID, I was horrible for the date. I, I'd be like, I, I'd be like five days off usually. If we didn't do this podcast and I didn't have to say the date once a week, I'd guess like, I don't know, we're in August maybe? Well, you get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least you hit the month. That's right. (coughs) Excuse me. And people will say, ah, summer's over. Keep in mind, you still get some stellar days in August and September has some gems. Oh, yeah. September has those ones that just sneak in the back door and you're like, what? I didn't know you're here. Yeah, and it's not as humid. It's just a nice day. I like the heat, though. I love heat. That's why I'm guaranteed if I go to hell, I'll be like, yes. I'm like comfortable. Bring it on. Yeah, exactly. Because I always have cold feet. I have to wear old man slippers around the house. In hell, you don't have to wear slippers. No, I don't think you do. Clothing might be optional. It's hedonism. (laughs) That's essentially what hell is. Hedonism is hell on earth because it's in a warm location and everyone's naked. I don't know. Hey, um, thanks. I, I have to tell you, in all honesty, the feedback from last week's podcast is the most I've ever received in 10 years of doing this podcast. Uh, I was floored by it. Uh, so thank you for everyone for reaching out and uh, saying that uh, my story of uh, dealing with a, a depression and anxiety attack in the last month for the first time in my life, people were like, yep, been there, done that. You wouldn't believe how many coworkers reached out and said, Dan, thank you for saying that. I went through the same thing this year. At least six people I know very closely reached out and said, same thing has happened to me this year because of COVID. So if you're struggling, reach out, call people. And when people are trying to call you, answer. And your good friends will keep messaging you until you answer. And then, you're, then you can get things back on track. And see your doctor and get medication. And um, yeah, it turns around. I, uh, I can't tell you how much better I feel this week as compared to even last week. It was almost like a, an anvil lifted off my shoulders when I let everything out. And I'm like, thank God I can, I can talk about it. So thank you for all those messages. You guys are awesome. But not, no thank you to the one guy who reached out. Always the negative ones. Stick in your brains. He said, being a whiny ass isn't a mental health issue. So, uh, what a nice guy. Yeah. And then, so I was actually talking to my therapist today. I told him, Hey, you should go listen to that podcast. And, um, I told him about that comment and he said, he goes, 
imagine what that guy's got going on inside him. Yeah. Imagine what he's dealing with to have that much anger, that much hate for someone. Yeah. (laughs) And then you take the time to send that hate into the universe. I am so against negativity that if I don't like an actor or I don't like a movie, I will never put that out there because what if that person saw that and it's, Hey, lots of people enjoy certain movies and certain artists and certain actors that I don't like. I'm not going to ruin their fun. Keep it to yourself. Unless like Hitler became a stand-up comic, then you'll be like, okay, I'm kind of against that guy. But I, he's dead. That'd be some routine. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Um, hey, do you have the uh, Brian Hayes, uh, it'll change your life? Uh, I will eventually. <laughs> Roll your computers. Your computer's down. Working on updates, 3%. Because uh, it's right here. I can show it to you because I'm in my kitchen. I made a purchase. Screw off. The other night on Amazon, and it's already the greatest purchase of my life, and it was $89. It has changed my life. Air fryer. Oh, very nice. Oh, oh boy. I am now walking around the kitchen looking for things to throw in there. <laughs> like the, the other night. So I, I was a little hungry later in the evening. Um, and I had some leftover pork chops. I'm like, nah, doesn't look too appetizing. And then I saw a red pepper. So I cut the red pepper up into, into pieces, cut the, the pork chop into the same size pieces, put the pork chop on top of the red pepper in there for like 10 minutes. Oh my goodness. So you're just air frying everything at this point. <laughs> yes. I just did chicken wings. Oh, I just those ate. must be delicious. I, I have heard really good things about the air fryers. So, uh, it takes, and there's no grease. Like I put no olive oil, nothing on the chicken wings and all the grease runs off them and you pat them dry and then you, do a little uh, hot sauce uh, on them. Huh. And the other thing, you know, the, the frozen hash browns, like the McCain hash browns at the grocery store. Mm. Whoa. Game changer. Like 10, eight minutes aside, flip them over. Ho, 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 ho. I feel like your potato intake is going to go through the roof with this one. That's okay. I'm Irish. <laughs> and my daughters love potatoes. There you go. And we have a, an apple spiler that does it for potatoes, too. So that's next going in there. So air fryers, it changed my life. It has changed my life. I'm not going to lie to you. And again, I'm sure you appreciate the honesty. Um, we need someone from the bubble. We need someone from the NBA and NHL bubble. Maybe like an unidentified person so they can give us the real dirt because I, I heard um, rumors that they're getting a little stir crazy as you might think, because if you make the final, make the final, if you make the final, you're in there for like two months, hotel and arena and teams in Edmonton, they get to go to Commonwealth play around there. Uh, guys in Toronto, they get to go to BMO Field and play some football and stuff. But still, 
it's Groundhog Day in there. But I was talking to my buddy, uh, Brian Bickle, he's been on the podcast, and he said, well, it's not that much different when you go on a cup run, when you're at home, you stay in a hotel there too. The only difference is you're still switching cities. You're getting on an airplane and there's, there's a switch up to the regular routine. But I was also surprised by Scotty Upshaw, who was on last week's podcast when I asked him, there must be a little piece of these guys. When you're finished a game and you're like, I don't, have to, I don't have to race to get on an airplane. I don't have to arrive in a city two, three in the morning. Yes, that's part of being in the NHL and that's fun. But at the same time, at least one of these rounds, when it gets deeper, you're like, thank God we don't have to do that. And then the teams from Toronto, whoever makes it out of the East, they get to go to Edmonton. So they get to switch cities. It's, it's an interesting thing. I don't know about you, Stoff, but the first two weeks of the hockey and basketball could not for the life of me get into it. Maybe it was what was going on in my life, and I just, just could not get, the, uh, get charged up for it. But now, sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm fully invested now. Yeah, once the games got going, uh, you know, guys kind of took the rust off a little bit, and uh, I, the games picked up. And also visually, I think we got a little more used to, you know, no no fans in the stands, and then, you know, for the NBA, kind of like a gymnasium feel, even though they have the cool screens there with the virtual fans. But I think it it just all took a little bit getting used to. Just it looked different as well. The in-game feel that the NHL and NBA are doing has been phenomenal, especially the NBA. Uh, not sure well, if you're watching Sports Center. Uh, Natasha is hosting me with uh, hosting with me this week on Sunday show. We showed you highlights of uh, Luka Doncic hitting uh, a game winner uh, against the Clippers, and they had the crowd noise loud in there, like it it felt like a playoff type atmosphere because of and hey, it didn't sound like fake crowd noise. It it sounded like in the moment the place is going nuts. So they can keep that up. That the NBA, yeah. The, the NFL, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to allow some fans into stadiums, but you can only do a few hundred. Well, no, I think the Dolphins said they're going to do what 15,000? I don't know. They can't. They have to, no, really? <laughs> it's Florida. So yeah, I, I believe I read that earlier today. I'll double check. It's Florida. There are no rules. And then the uh, Montreal Impact, they're allowing fans into their next home game, but it's 250. That's yeah, so you can space that out. Yeah, so then we did the math real quick on our show because it's uh, how many can they fit in there, like fifteen or 16,000? So if you were to sell out at 40, and they're selling the tickets for $49 for 250 people, but to make the same amount as you would on a sellout, I believe the math was it'd be $3,900 a ticket for those 250 people. It's a pretty steep ticket. But you can put your feet up. And if you've got 250 people in the stadium, how many concession- concessions are open? Uh, there better not be any lines. Or maybe because of social distancing, it's just like a, a hose. Your drinks are fed to you with a hose. Like they just like a, like a water cannon. That that sounds pretty reasonable. 
when we went to an Argos game with the, uh, this, <laughs> everyone from the Jay and Dan crew, that's how they were feeding the Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a day. What a time to be alive. That was one of my last sporting events, was it? No, that was the previous summer. It couldn't have been. You mean being at live? No, I get, you must have gotten to something. I had to have, but I don't know. What was your last sporting event where the crowd was there? Oh, geez. I can't even remember. It may have been a TFC game, but yeah. I went to a Blue Rodeo show. Blue Rodeo between Christmas and New Year's. They played a show in Peterborough, and then I saw Citizen Cope in Toronto, and then everything shut down. But the last sporting event before that didn't go to a single Leaf game. Haven't gone to a Raptors game this season. Jays weren't playing. Might have been that Argos game. Wow. So the Dolphins. Sorry, the Dolphins will admit thirteen thousand people for their NFL opener. Okay. Why thirteen thousand? Question. Crowd size will be about 20% of the stadium's 65,000 capacity. Okay, there you go. That makes so sense. I guess, yeah, you're, you're only letting in, you know, one in every five people like you would regularly. So I guess that's manageable. So I don't know how many season ticket holders they'd have there, but how do you pick and choose? Oh, just the logistics of everything now. Oh, man. Oh, well, I don't have to worry about that. I just worry about what I can air fry. I did buy some Mars bar. I will be um, air frying Mars bars. Delicious. Any suggestions? Um, our listeners are awesome. Send me um, messages on Twitter or um, direct message on Instagram. Because so far I want, I haven't found any hidden gems online like things you can air fry and it's all basic things like French fries. You can make a cake in there, the chicken breasts, uh, like Southern fried chicken, stuff like that. But I want ones where, Hey, you put this in there. No one will tell you this, put that in there and your head's going to explode. A bowl of cereal. <laughs> Maybe. No, 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 you couldn't do that. Maybe broccoli or broccoli dry. I don't know. Well, it's like you get broccoli tempura. Oh, how do you make the tempura, though? The batter? Yeah, you just got to buy the special uh, batter. I'm pretty sure they sell it somewhere. You do know where I live, right? There's a mini project. Okay. I don't really like projects, but when it comes to food, I'm fine. Um, our guest is going to be calling in here soon. Uh, Jenny Johnson, uh, she's a comedian. Um. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram or on Twitter. I believe one of the best follows out there. She's all over the map. Um, she's appeared on Drunk History, which has not been renewed. Uh, one of the best shows in the last few years, I, I find. It's very unique. Hilarious. I want to know, know if you really do get drunk or if they fudge it. Mm. Uh, I want to get her thoughts on Donald Trump because she lives in the States. And I was thinking this too. I, I want to get her thoughts on this. 
as I got out of the shower, um, before appearing on this podcast, I used a towel that I had used once before. And I'm now at the point in my life, I wash my towel, towels after a second use. Really? Is that, is that too much? Can I get one more out of it or is two the right number? I think you can easily get one more out of it. But then you're thinking, you're like... No, no, you, you deserve to spoil yourself. Yeah, but a lot of people, like, they'll wear a shirt and they'll wear it for, like, an hour or something and then throw it in the wash. You, you never think of wearing a shirt a second time mm-hmm. without washing it. But think of the towel, where it's touched, where it's been, what it's seen. <laughs> you might be revealing a little too much about your bathroom routine there. <laughs> hey, I'm, everything's dry when I'm done. <laughs> I don't like any sogginess. So now, do you basically do a towel wash every two days, or do you at least have a cycle of different towels you go through? Uh, That was one of my uh, second last Amazon purchases. I got some more towels. So Mm. I currently have too many towels. Oh, so you should be on a daily. (laughs) No, then it's too much. That's luxury, buddy. Do it. Then, then you're in laundry towel deep. You're towel deep laundry at all times. No thanks. So yeah, I think two is the right number. But if you asked me when I used to be in college, I'd probably say two weeks. That's lovely. I don't even remember where we did our laundry in college. I've told this story before. So I lived with. Um, three other guys in a house in Ottawa when I went to Algonquin College there. And um, we ran out of toilet paper once and no one replaced it for a month. So as soon as you went, you hopped it right in the shower. Because water is the best toilet paper. Eh, Fair. And then we finally got toilet paper when we appeared on the Camilla Scott show and they... um, they, tr- they put us on the train on the Via from Ottawa to Toronto. And right above us was like the toilet paper compartment. So we're filling our backpacks with Via toilet paper. We were like, I don't care what the show's paying us because the show paid us each like $300. And then we got to stay the night in a hotel and a train ride there and back. So uh, we thought we had run, won the lottery. Incredible. Was it two-ply? Probably not. Yeah, those uh, those train toilets. Well, it's the same as the airplane ones. Terrifying. I would. I've never sat on one. Oh no, that's a lie. That's a lie. The one time when I had food poisoning and I was sitting on the toilet while we landed in Carolina in Raleigh. Um, it was coming at both ends, Ooh. and the stewardess. She's like, sir, you can't be in there. You can't be in there. I said, I can't be anywhere else right now. She goes, and she just said, okay, hang on. That must have been some looking bathroom afterwards. Well, when I came out, everyone was off the plane, thank God. Because that was, that's not a walk, yeah. Yikes. It's not a good look. <laughs> no, not necessarily, no. Yeah. 
the old puke in the sink, and then you got to get the chunks. Especially in in that, uh, you know, the airplane washroom sink. Like, those don't really... No. The stuff doesn't go down them that easily. That's a, that's a slippery adventure. You don't get a lot of water pressure to help you out either. No, no. You got to press it every five seconds or so. They can't trust us with the water in there. Um, Speaking of airplanes, I guess that was, for both of us, our uh, podcast tour is probably the last time we were on planes. Uh, no, I went to Turks and Caicos with a, oh, another yes. podcast. But yes, the, roughly... Uh, probably a month after we ha- finished our tour, so yeah, December. And yeah, I-, I will say, like, super glad to obviously go there. Super glad we did the uh, podcast tour because it was actually really nice, you know, to get out and see the country uh, before we completely shut down. <laughs> this was on one of our stops. I'm wearing my Experience Regina T-shirt. Beauty. I miss everyone in Regina. Um, if you're wondering where Jay is, he's on vacation right now. He's uh, visiting uh, friends and family. So uh, he will be back, not next podcast, because he's taking the start of next week off too. Mm-hmm. He'll be back the next one after that. And then um, neither of us are going anywhere until uh, probably Christmas. Lovely. We'll be in, we'll be in lockdown in the studio. Um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Kara Wagland was with me all last week on the TV show. She's a, a great broadcaster. She was the first ever pregnant co-anchor on the Sports Center with Jay and Dan. And she said people kept giving her grief because she was wearing high heels and doing the walkover. They're like, you could fall. So thank you, everyone, for um, looking out for her. Very kind of you. And Natasha this week is my co-host. And she pointed out last night, she goes, "Uh, we haven't done a show together since you came back. And I said, no, we haven't. And I was confused because she came over for a cooking segment where she taught us how to cook something, mm-hmm. but she never hosted the show with me. So, yeah, and Natasha and I probably haven't done a show together until Sunday night and all this week since, um, like, 2012, 2011, around there. I told her, I've become a better broadcaster. So you lied. I don't think she, <laughs> I don't think she believed me. It's bad though because we have chat segments on the show, and the co-hosts come in. And they say, "Well, what are we? What are we doing?" For, like they're looking at the lineup before the show, and they're asking me things about it. I'm like, "Yeah, I find out when we get out there." Because I like to be surprised. I like to be like the viewer. I don't want to look and study the lineup and know what's going on. That's boring. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Because we rehearse the chat segments, we go through it, make sure everything is working and all the scripts are right and all the uh, the roll-ins are right. That's all the video you see while we're talking about things. So, hey, I'm a quick learner. So. And now our guest should be calling, right? Uh... See, I always worry about this because they it, the onus is on them. The onus is on them. They have the power. I, I sent her a message. Let's see if she got it. Mm. Probably preparing to click the link. I don't know the Canucks chances against Vegas. Man, they did not look good last night. I'm, I'm wearing my Vegas t-shirt that I got in Vegas. 
So you're cheering against Canada's only team left. Yeah. Vancouver people would not cheer for the Leafs if they were in the playoffs. Do not kid yourself. Do not kid yourself. Oh, correct. thousand percent. When I woke up in Victoria and we had college football on at nine in the morning, that was something else, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Like your NFL football starts 10 a.m.? Oh, God. It's a dream. It's like the old um, set it and forget it. Oh, yes. I I heard the Ronco. The uh, rotisserie. I, I, I remember that vividly, that infomercial where you used to hit it with a hammer. Yeah. To prove its durability. Ron Popeil. We actually talked about him on Rubber Boots quite extensively because he had quite a few inventions. Oh, yeah, he did. He had the one that you would, like, spray on, I guess, hair or paint on your head for baldness. Oh, yeah. That was, that was him. He had, like, the radio microphone that you could go on anyone's radio. <laughs> That's a weird one. Creative guy. Um, I guess we bail? Yeah, I think we got to call this one. We'll get her next week. Okay, um, hey, it happens. So the problem with Zoom is you send a per- you have to email a person an invite. I'm, I, I'm explaining Zoom. Everyone probably knows it by now, but if you don't, you have to send a person an invite to a Zoom chat, and they've got to click on it. So the onus is on them. So maybe Jenny got uh, tied up doing something. I don't know. It's the pandemic. I don't care. Maybe she's watching the Republican National Convention. And my pillow guy. Pretty bad that a large percentage of the population now knows the my pillow guy's name. Do you know it? No. <laughs> Mike Lindell. Mm. Checking one more, more time. Uh, no. So hey, hey, it gives us something to look forward to next week. Uh, this was a, was a shortened podcast. Nothing wrong with that. A little shorty. Not at all. Uh, producer Tim is now, um, now thinks I'm being paid by TikTok because whenever I'm going to work now, I'm showing people TikToks and he now thinks I'm being paid by the air fryer industry because I'm pitching my air fryer to everyone. So if TikTok or air fryers, if you guys want to give me some of that money, I'll keep pumping your tires. Cause again, TikTok, it's entertaining. Sure, the Chinese government has all my information. I thought that was going to happen anyway. But again, if they're putting a microchip in a vaccine, go right ahead. I don't care if you know where I am at every second. <laughs> People that are, oh, I don't want to get tracked. Why? What? Why? Why? Who cares? And then if you get lost, they'll find you. Like, Ron the cat needed that vaccine with a microchip in it. We could have found him a lot quicker. Did I mention this when I was telling Ron the cat going missing story? He's got a microchip in him. So I called the microchip company. I'm like, okay, so where is he? They're like, eh, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) That's not how it works. Because I thought it was a GPS. No. They're like, if someone finds them, then we know it's your cat. I'm like, well. Yeah, because they scan it at the actual vet. Yeah. Do they have the technology to put GPS in an animal? Yeah, I just don't. I'm sure they have the technology because they do it with sharks, right? Like they'll attach a thing to the shark's fin and it will track its movements for X amount of time. I've seen that on Shark Week. Now, I don't know if it'd be safe. Well, wait, wait, no. Don't they put collars? 
I thought they put collars or like like something on their fin. Yeah, I guess also it's not inside the animal. No, they tag it, but yeah, like the thing that they put on sharks is the size of my cat. It would weigh it down. <laughs> and that way you wouldn't have to worry about it getting away. <laughs> It'd just be <laughs> Exactly. Everybody wins. <laughs> he he didn't like that. He just he just meowed. Ron, zip it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk to Jenny Johnson hopefully next week. Uh, let me give one last look to see if she messaged. And, no, she's doing something. <laughs> uh, I want, yeah, I can't wait to talk to her about drunk history. An update on my computer updating itself, by the way. Only 30%. Yep. 30%. Hmm. So, it'll be a while. Do you have any, uh, do you have any MacBooks? Yeah, I have a MacBook. That's what I'm recording this on right now. Yeah. Why does a MacBook charge so quick and an iPhone doesn't? MacBooks charge in like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Do you not find that? Yeah, they charge. Mine actually, the the battery's busted, so it doesn't charge. Oh. It only works as a plugged-in computer now. It's like a desktop laptop. But I, I do know what you mean, yes. However, have you ever plugged in your uh, uh, iPhone into one of those like supercharging USB ports? Nope. That does it a lot quicker. I don't know what that is. I have a like an extension cord, and at the end of it, it has like the two USB things, and it charges the phone faster. Hmm. Do you know on my uh, so the cats chewed through one of my MacBook uh, charger cords, mm. and I went to Best Buy, and the charger cord's like ninety dollars. Yeah. So they're like, want to get the protection plan? I'm like, well, sure. If uh, I can bring it back, if the cat chews through it again, they're like, yeah, no problem. Hmm. Fifteen dollars for three years. They said, whatever the cat chews through it, bring it back. <laughs> okay. Are you putting like catnip all I over I thought the... it'd have to break down. Are you trying to get him to chew through it now? No, because I don't want to have to go back to Best Buy. But uh, if you have cats that chew through wires, get the protection plan at Best Buy because uh, it's worth it. Okay, so air fryers, TikTok, and protection plans on charger cords. I think we've learned a lot. And GPS on your pets. And send me what to put in an air fryer. That's about it. Have a great week. See ya. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. James Duffy presents the Rubber Boots Podcast. So we're sitting down at our table. The, the waiter comes up. And he's like profusely sweating. <laughs> and this is like 100% his first line to us. He goes, hello. I am not well. I'm very ill. You <laughs> ate there? I came down with it yesterday. I've just not been good. Not good at all. Get it at tsn.ca and anywhere you get your podcasts.